Welcome back to another episode of Lemon Pepper What Podcast. I'm Christina. I'm Bethany. And I'm Dinah. And this week, this is a very special episode. Um, we're really excited because we're going to talk all about season one of one of our very favorite, favorite, favorite uh, series, HBO's Insecure. Hey. If you're not watching it, get on your jab. If you have been watching it and you missed something, don't worry because we're going to recap the whole season for you. And Ooh. as per usual... Wait. I'm sorry. If you have not seen it, you can watch it on HBO, uh, which is now available on Hulu. I think you can... Is it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch right. it on Hulu. Yeah. No excuses. <clears throat> yeah. So if you have not watched and it, this is full of spoilers. Honestly, I think they were making it available for free on YouTube. If, if don't Don't count on that, but I know... No, they're gonna they're going to be making it readily available. So wait, for a do you lot have to have a subscription to, to Hulu to watch it? Or yeah, I'm, okay, okay, yes, you have mm-hmm. almost. You can go to HBO now and right. just have an HBO now subscription. Or if you already have Hulu, you can pay an additional fee for HBO <laughs> because HBO now is limited to HBO series only. Hulu has everything. Ah, uh, oh. I see. So it would make more sense if you already have Hulu to just pay to add on HBO. Gotcha. There you go, guys. I wonder how much that is. It doesn't matter because we have HBO, but just for you people who don't. (laughs) Right, right. I'm I'm asking for you. But yeah, definitely get that. I suggest it. (laughs) Yeah, so we'll recap the whole season for you. We're going to go over our lemon peppers and wets from the show, and then we'll discuss last week's Dab of Ranch, which was your favorite parts um, from the season. So... Dinah, you want to, before we do all that, tell them where they can find us? For sure. If you're trying to figure out where you want to tune in, you can listen on, well, obviously you're listening right now, but if you have a preferred medium, we're on (laughs) Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. And then join the conversation with us at Lemon Pepper Wet on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Facebook. And our Instagram is Lemon Pepper Wet Pod. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, and we have a pretty dope website with some nice content. Uh, www.lemonpepperwetpodcast.com. Okay. We're nice. all over the place. Yeah. Doing we big thing. Yeah. Place. Look out More for places us. to come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get on with the recap. Okay, so just a little background information. The creator of Insecure is Issa Rae. And I first heard about her from Awkward Black Girl, which was a web series on YouTube. And I really loved that. I have a question. How yeah. did you discover Awkward Black Girl? I have no idea. <laughs> okay. I don't even know. I don't know if someone put me on. If you did put me on, thank you. But mm-hmm. I just remember watching it. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think Insecure is a little bit of an extension of Awkward Black Girl with a bigger budget. Yes. And, you know, a more centralized story um so in the first episode we see Issa at her job and she's I guess kind of a mentor to some kids and they're giving her a hard time asking her why she's not married why she's natural why she talks like that and she finally just breaks down and she's like look I'm 29 it's my birthday today I come from a good home. I like giving back to the community. That's why I have this job. So from there, we can kind of tell that she, if you push her to the edge, she will clap back. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And just from there, we meet her best friend, Molly. Uh, or actually, no, there's a moment where she gets a Facebook message <laughs> from a certain Daniel that says, Happy birthday. Flame. I miss you. Ugh. Right. Um, yeah, so Issa has a boyfriend named Lawrence, and they've been together for five years. And I don't, I guess she's not really happy in her relationship. It's kind of hit a plateau. It's kind of not as exciting anymore. And Lawrence is, he's on his, I'm getting my shit together wave yeah. at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of wearing thin on her too. It's yes. her birthday and he has nothing planned. Like he just wants to red box and chill on her birthday. Bye Lawrence. That's so rude. It's rude. You could at uh, the one day where it's about you, you could at least find it in yourself to celebrate, right? With your girlfriend at that, right? Something he could have done. He could have cleaned up anything, nothing small, anything to know to let her know that he remembered or cared. Cared. Yeah, that's the thing. Um. So and so, let's see what what happens next. So she actually, she messages Daniel and they have a little conversation and he says, I would love to hang out with you. Mm -hmm. She notices that he is going to be at an open night, open mic night. So she says, let's go to the open mic night. Mm -hmm. Drags her friend Molly out to this. Doesn't tell Molly, but. Right. And I guess we should also, or I should mention that early in the episode when we meet Molly, they're kind of discussing her dating woes. She's not having much luck in that field. And, you know, she's kind of bummed out about it. So Issa uses this as a vehicle to try to cheer her up when really she just wants to go to maybe bump into Daniel. Mm -hmm. Um, They meet at the club, and he encourages her to get up on stage and perform (laughs) And that's where we get Broken Pussy. Hey, yes. one of yes. the greatest songs The anthem of ever. 2016. Right. <clears throat> right. Um, yeah, and from there, she kind of indulges herself and goes to his place. Nothing happens except for a kiss, but... That's something? Yeah. That's, that's something. something. When She's you have a five-year relationship? <laughs> when you have a boyfriend, yeah, that's definitely something. So, yeah, I mean, that kind of kicks off the show. Like, we see where it's going from there. You have this dead-end relationship mm-hmm. and then this new shiny thing to tempt you mm-hmm. or to it's kind exciting. of... Yes. Yes. Uh, piquing her curiosity a little bit. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, do you want to take Yeah, and then... Like, we have Molly's dating woes. So one of the things that I love that it gets into around episode three, which, by the way, all the episodes are, like, racist as fuck, thirsty as fuck. Right. They're all secure as fuck. The, yeah, yes. the first episode was called I love that. I'm pretty sure. Sh- I want to believe that was inspired by Seinfeld because every episode starts with the. Right. So anyway, um, one of the things that comes up is Molly trying online dating. So yes. <laughs> they go through... All the different struggles, which we all know. Christina, you had your Tinder date experience, which yes. we talked about last yes. week. And you found out that Homeboy had a girlfriend at the end of the date. 
Mm-hmm. The end of a nice date. Mm-hmm. Yes, we've all been there. So they talked about the Tinder. They talked about several different apps, some which I haven't heard of. And then they talked about one called The League, which is like I like Ivy League men, supposedly mm-hmm. men with like credentials. <laughs> <laughs> Which Molly's a lawyer, so that's what she was looking for. So right. she's trying to get into this exclusive online dating app. Meanwhile, she's playing around with Jared, who mm-hmm. is a nice guy just around the way who she met when she was out with Issa. Right. On Jared Broken Pussy works Night. For Enterprise. <laughs> Enterprise. Rena Carbay or whatever she Rena Carbay. Jared has his own spot. He's a normal guy. She met him at the club. He's chilling. So I yeah. mean, we know men like Jared. He's, right. Almost like most men we know. Yeah. Right. I, mean, she's I don't mind definitely. a regular man. Okay. I thought so. Molly was tripping. But uh, ultimately, around the middle of the season, it's Molly's poor decisions that just lead to her not doing well with any of these men. Uh, she ends up getting into the league and then embarrasses herself with man after man after man. Just right. by being needy and overbearing and lacking self-awareness which we've talked about a lot like one of the things that she did was tell a man that he could leave a suit at her house <laughs> after what one, one, one date yeah like girl was it that good I just no, need to I it's mean, never that good it was, just, it was just Jenna but you're yeah right. you're clearing closet space so yeah Molly's getting embarrassed meanwhile Issa is, I mean, essentially emotionally cheating with Daniel and pretending that everything is fine with Lawrence to assuage her guilt about Mm -hmm, it. So it's it's very realistic how we all do that. You Mm -hmm. know, just extend something, being selfish and inconsiderate of other people. But it was just crazy to think about. Like, do you feel like you've ever done that in your past? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. God, do you know anybody? that? Are you still in contact with anyone that you've done that to? Um, nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that... Oh, oh my God. Okay. Oh, that's a bad prediction. Is that a prediction? <laughs> Might I add that Lawrence was making it very easy for her to set her sights elsewhere because at this... Well... Ah, no, go ahead. I'm so sorry. I don't even mean it in that way, but... At this point in the show, he, or when we meet him in the show, he does not have a job. And I think Lawrence is depressed, severely, yeah. clinically And I depressed. think he is a little bit depressed because of the fact that he's not where he wants to be in life, but he calls his homeboys and they're out having fun mm-hmm. and they don't have time to talk to him about his very sad life. Mm-hmm. So maybe she kind of engages with Daniel a little bit because it's not as depressing as what's going on. Right, and I feel like it's it's implied that this has been going on for some time prior to where the show picks up. That's quite possible. So I feel like she might Mm. be kind of already at her wit's end about it. Like, I think our stance initially was like, you know, she should be talking to him. She should be telling him how she really feels, but maybe she's already done that. And this is kind of a last resort for her. That's, That's true. kind of maybe how I feel. Okay. That's quite possible. So yes, they're pretending everything's okay when it's not. And then Daniel shows up at Issa's job. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to Daniel. We'll get to Daniel later. But Daniel Daniel pops up a lot in this. So Daniel shows up at Issa's job and winds up getting invited to the career day because she does the We Got Y'all volunteer. So he's invited to career day to do music. And he comes and tells the kids that Issa can rap. I don't know why the hell you would tell a bunch of kids that the first thing they do is search it and find mm-hmm. Broken Pussy. Mm-hmm. 
So, of course, there here we have, like, our issue, and it has to be she goes to Daniel for a resolution. So this right, is just right. another excuse for Issa to continue seeing Daniel because she winds up going to Daniel to help, like, you know, complain about, oh, woe is me and the kids and yada, yada, yada. They wind up. All I know is they wind up having. They wind up having sex. I yes. just can't like just skip right on to it. Right. They wind up having sex. Sex happens. Sex happens because broken of, pussy's still out there. <laughs> yes, right. Broken pussy's still out there. They're having sex. I'm stressing out as I'm watching these things happen. Like I just don't. It's just a series of bad decisions, one after another, one after another. So while they're doing that, <laughs> Molly is ruining things with Jared. Um, she fails on all of her dates with the men from the league mm-hmm. and she winds up getting embarrassed horribly and she stumbles to Jared drunk trying to you know get some pity dick <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh yeah and so they he actually I really like that Jared communicated to her how he truly felt about it when she was sober and he mm-hmm. waited and they worked through it and they were able to reconcile and it seemed like Molly was like headed towards like a like a good path mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Jared revealed that he had a sexual experience a man gave him oral when he was in what college, college I yeah, guess like he was and he, he said immediately that he knew it wasn't for him but Molly couldn't let it go no. and she ruined it and so right back at square one um yeah and then manless <laughs> yes manless so Molly's manless ruining things Issa then cheated on her man of five years and then she gets home Lawrence gets a good job like after they awkward there's that awkward tension where they're in between like she's trying to like assuage her guilt by making up for him by like doing things like cooking and stuff. Right. You know, like, yeah. Just right. being overcompensating. Overcompensating is the word. I was like, Fred, doing all the you. shit she normally doesn't Never ever do. <laughs> right. She's complaining about him, but what were you doing or not right. doing? Because, yeah, so she's doing all that. Lawrence winds up getting a really good job in the field that he wants, which is helpful. And finally, Issa's able to have sex with him for the first time since she had sex with Daniel. And right. then on that night... Um, when she gets up to go to the bathroom, Lawrence picks up her phone and he sees a text from Daniel. And it's like, oh, so we really not talking or something? Like, can yeah. you imagine? Mm-hmm. No. If you just had sex with your man and he got up and a girl you, was like texting him at like 1 a.m.? No, I couldn't imagine. And I would not have been <laughs> oh so fucking God. cool I, about it. Like, like my whole down right shit would have flipped. I would have woken him up yeah. immediately. Me. No, I would have bust in that bathroom right. mid you can stop that right now. <laughs> we're done. No, we're right. going to talk about this right now. Right. You better get out this bathroom before I bash right. your head into something. But, I mean, you know, and I just, like, appreciate Lawrence in that moment for not jumping to conclusions right away. He kept it in his pocket, you know? Yeah, like, he side-eyed he, he the fuck okay, out of Okay, as phone. he should, but he didn't, like, what we're he all saying we would have done. That's true. Okay, <laughs> he didn't you're right. do that, right. you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, he just put it in his back pocket for later, like, okay, I'm going right. to watch this and see what it, it, it could be nothing, and I think he gave her the benefit of a doubt should we also mention that during this time during the time of him trying to find a job he gets this gig at best buy and in comes tasha from chase bay Bay. there is someone Mm. trying to get at lawrence throughout this whole show named chase bay so she winds up coming back in later yeah. on in the season. Right. So. But during all this time, Lawrence has stuck to the I have a girlfriend. Yes. Right. That has been his so... his script for the whole thing. Commendable. Yeah, it's very commendable. But go on. Okay. <laughs> so seven seasons or blah, blah, blah. 
Episode 7 mm-hmm. picks up with Issa preparing for a major event happening with We Got Y'all. Um, things are finally turning around for her at her job. Previously, you know, it was a little rocky. Her colleagues didn't trust her. She wasn't really stepping up to the plate like her boss expected her to do. So after planning a really successful beach day, now they're having a um, charity event. A charity event. So things are going off without a hitch. Um, the event's going swell. And everybody's looking dapper. Hey. Lawrence is looking amazing. Everybody's looking great. Meanwhile, before that, let me backtrack a little bit. Molly runs into an old friend who mentions that she has been, um, ha- you know, seeing a therapist. Yes. And so when Molly arrives to the event to help Issa set up, she kind of mentions it, mentions it in passing. And Issa suggests that, you know, maybe it's not a bad idea that she might seek therapy. So that kind of puts a bad taste in Molly's mouth. She's <laughs> offended by it. Why? Right. <laughs> um, so anyway, as the night wears on, Daniel shows up. Yet again, what? what did I say? To this, event, to this event to confront Issa because while Issa is playing house now that Lawrence is on the up and up, she just kind of ghosted Daniel. So Daniel is, he wants answers. He wants to know where the fuck she went. Like, you can't just fuck me and bounce. Like, so um, he doesn't want to leave. She sends her friend Molly to handle, to do some damage control. Yeah. So Molly can't get him to leave. So finally, Issa just nips it in the bud. She's like, you're just an itch I needed to scratch. And <sighs> what's done is done. Basically, get stepped the fuck off. Because her dude is here. And she I can't him. have you. I can't have you. What is it? What is the saying? Like, you can't shit where you eat or something yeah. like that. So well, already um, done it, <laughs> Lawrence sees this exchange off in the distance. And so that's red flag number two for him. Yeah. So he runs and he chases down Daniel. He asks him about what's his connection to We Got Y'all. And Daniel says, well, I don't have one anymore. And that kind of, I think, sets Lawrence off a little bit. Yeah. So Issa gets really great recognition at this event. That's all good. But in the meantime, Molly is kind of acting real stank. Getting drunk. Getting drunk. um, Being rude to Issa's colleagues. And so Issa confronts her about it. And they have a huge blow up. They basically drag each other. They both got issues. Yeah. And they're just calling each other on their shit. All the shit that we just described. They're both calling each other out. So And ignoring their own shit yeah Yeah. um so molly leaves um the night ends Issa goes home and (laughs) Issa goes home and lawrence is sitting in the dark waiting for her and he asks her outright who's daniel and she babbles off some weird ass excuse or like some weird explanation and he asks yeah And uh, he asks, you know, plainly, did you fuck him? And, of course, at that moment, she's caught. She can't lie. She tells him the truth. And he pops the fuck off. As he should. As he should. I mean, that was a really intense scene for me. And really, I really felt it. It was very good acting. Um, You kind of, I think we were all, like, holding our breath. Like, when we were watching, (laughs) like, our bodies. When we were watching it, I've been in that exact situation before. I was in a situation where I was with a boyfriend who was long distance and I allowed my sights to be set 
my eyes to be set on someone else. Um, and I was on the phone with you, Bethany. I don't know if you remember. I remember. I was on the phone oh, and I had my back to the door and my boyfriend who was living out of town had a key to my apartment and he was coming to visit me that night and I wasn't expecting him to walk in right at that moment. But I was basically like, I think I'm in love with two people, Bethany. I think I'm in love with two people. And he fucking was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, like, as God. I'm walking in and... It was like flashback when I saw this scene because it was exactly that. That's exactly what happened. Jeez. I don't even want to know that fear. I because you can't say any like you. What do you say? You're trash at that moment. Like you were the lowest of low. Yeah. Just the the feeling that you feel, and it sounds so like I'm not trying to victimize myself in the situation, but the feeling that you feel when you've hurt somebody that you really do love and care about. And you just like, how did I let this happen? How did I be, how could I be so stupid? Like, mm-hmm. you know, why didn't I keep control of the situation? All the things you should have been asking yourself. Yeah. But anyway, so Lawrence leaves and that's that. <clears throat> um, well, not that's that, but Lawrence leaves for a while. He needs some space. So, I think that's pretty much the end of, of episode seven. Episode eight picks up where it's Kelly, one of Molly and Issa's friends' birthday, and they're all planning a girls' trip, kind of, what, I guess in northern Cal- mid mid-California, like somewhere up the coast. We're nice. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, we, we see Issa try to reach out to Molly. Molly's still really upset at the whole um, blow-up that they have with each other. They end up going on the trip together, and it's very, very awkward. Molly is not talking to Issa, even though they're BFFFs, and Molly's just acting out, showing her ass, like, getting drunk, hooking up with guys. I mean, just do it, basically hitting rock bottom, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Issa, meanwhile, can't keep her mind off of Lawrence, but Lawrence, back at the ranch, is trying to get over Issa, or trying to get his mind off Issa, so he's at the strip club. Typical. Yeah. <laughs> he's... You you know, getting into a private room with a little, uh, a late, a young lady, um, <laughs> a little young lady. <laughs> a young lady who, who offers him sex for money. And I think at that point he kind of had an epiphany, like, what the fuck am I doing? I've been in a relationship for five years. Like I'm not that dude who pays for sex. So yeah. at that point he reaches out to Issa, um, and calls her and tells her that he wants to work things out. So Issa of course is like, bet I'm on the way. So in the middle of the night, She's got to go. She's trying to get her friends to take her back. So Molly, I think it's like that best friend thing. It's like, okay, I know this is real. So Molly's like, okay, bitch, let's go. They go. She apologizes to Molly in the car for the things that she said. They get to the house. And I think everybody's like really hopeful for something amazing. But the tension is high. (laughs) Very high. They get to the house. Issa goes in and Lawrence is not there. But his Best Buy shirt is. None of his stuff is there. The keys are there and his Best Buy shirt. Yeah. Nothing else. Um, And her stuff. Yeah. And after that, we see Lawrence and Chase Bay fucking getting it in. Getting Getting it all the way in. They're having sex with each other, guys. So (laughs) hard. um, That's like really, really hard. Really hard, real sex, guys. Um, And so then the the last scene of the, the, the season is Issa on this couch that her and Lawrence threw away 
they bought a new couch. And I think that was kind of like, buying the new couch was kind of like symbolic of a rebirth of their relationship. Yeah. And then she's on the corner with the trash ass couch, probably <laughs> symbolizing how she felt. In, yeah, how she felt inside, losing her shit. Just, just crying her eyes out and in scene. Season one, y'all. Oh, there you have it. It was so. a wild ride, but I enjoyed every single moment of it. So mm-hmm. did I. So I think we're gonna, since we kind of gave a brief run through of it, let's award the lemon pepper and wet mm-hmm. of season one. Dinah, do you want to introduce? Of course, you know, it's my favorite segment. Yes. Each week we go through what left a sour taste in our mouth, which is the lemon. The pepper is that hot topic that has everybody talking. And the wet is what quenches our thirst and gives us life. And, of course, it's going to be all insecure. Um, you know, I like to start with the lemon. And I had, this is, I guess this because this is the thing that I'm working on. I had passive-aggressive <clears throat> communication, a, a poor communication. Mm-hmm. There was just, Issa was very passive-aggressive to me. <sighs> Yeah, it's she only extreme. really shared her emotions with her like rapping moments mm-hmm. is when we saw how she was really feeling inside, yes. or she would pass things off as a joke or just completely running away. There right. were times <clears throat> where Lawrence wanted to talk and she would just say, "I'm gonna be at Molly's house," mm-hmm. so and then complain that he doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you can't expect anything to be fixed if you're not willing to face and have that uncomfortable conversation. Right. No one wants to talk about issues in a relationship. Right. right. And I think that the title insecure, I mean, it's so great because when you are an insecure person, that's what you do. You can't, it's hard for you to deal with your own emotions. You're insecure about them. So it's really, you're just like, oh, I'm gonna sidestep this situation, yeah, you know? Like, so juke your girl. I think it right. <laughs> White people look go to Urban Dictionary and look up Juke Your Girl. Oh my god, and then go to YouTube and look up Juke Your Girl. At your, I mean, if you're ready, no, if you I feel. Tell people to do that. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, her passive aggressiveness. I'm guilty of being passive aggressive, but I think it's Same. something that I'm working on because. Traditionally, I'm the person that once a situation gets bad, I don't know how to get out of it. So I'm the one digging myself in a hole. If I'm upfront first, then I don't ever have to worry about making those bad yeah. decisions later. Exactly. So I just feel like passive aggressiveness has no place in my life. And I no. try really, really hard not to be. <clears throat> um, also, I think we talked about microaggressions as well Leaf. being a lemon. And I think, I think the greatest display of that was... In both of their workplaces, um, with primarily with people of of other races. I mean, I think I know in my life that's where I experienced the most microaggression. People not trusting me or having preconceived notions about me because of that I'm a woman or because I'm black, and Mm -hmm. not being able to I don't know deal with me. So I think we saw that when um, her coworkers were emailing Frida. Issa's partner when we got y'all um emailing her behind Issa's back and you know just not trusting her decision making skills and not knowing how to talk to her like a normal person or refusing to do so or even when they did talk to her it was always there was one moment condescending or there was a time where someone was like 
what does on fleek mean? Right. And she just kind of was like, oh, I don't know. But the voiceover was like, of course I know what on right. fleek is, but you're asking me because I'm the black girl. I had this we side note. Google. I had this Peruvian girl that I work with ask me if, um, I'm the only black girl that works at my job. And she asked me, I had just got done scanning a black woman. I'm an ultrasound tech. I had got done scanning a black woman. And when the woman left, the girl asked me, does she smell like cocoa butter to you? And I was like, what? <laughs> Yo, I was like, I don't know. All black people smell like cocoa butter, so I'm probably immune to it. Just to go ahead and like let you know that I see what you're doing. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then she goes, oh, she said to another girl like under her. But like after that, I just stopped talking to her. Like That was all that, I, that you're going to get from me. Right. And then I heard her say in the background, like, did that, was that racist? Did that sound racist? I wasn't trying to be racist. And I'm like, but you know you were, because that's now why you're you asking. Said, yeah, now you're asking Not even it. racist, but just <laughs> ignorant or... Is it prejudice? I no, it's I don't ignorant. know. It's yeah, it's it's very it's stupid. Whatever. Yeah. It is. yeah. So yeah, shit like that. I'm gonna call just... people out on that shit at work immediately. Type of person. Yeah, I haven't gotten in trouble for it yet. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I just I, do, I can't I can't not do it. I have to. I'm like I'll just say I'm like that's really dumb. Yeah. Like I it just is. I have to say it. I can't not let you. I'm like that. Right. You know how ridiculous you sound. I'll keep repeating it so that you understand that I think that your opinion is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not gonna change it, but you need to know that right. type of just that is don't so aggravating. Yeah, yeah. I would say work more so office settings mm-hmm. is when I've experienced the most <clears throat> microaggression when yeah. it comes to race and. It's such an uncomfortable feeling because you're in this, you know what I mean? You're in a space with people. You have to see them every day. The common Mm -hmm. areas never change. So, and most times you're working on teams with people. So it's kind of... Yeah, I have this weird thing where I don't mind uncomfortable. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah. But well, yeah, no, it is uncomfortable. It's but a, yeah, it's I, an uncomfortable feeling yeah. whether you're okay with it or not. It's just like, why the right. fuck? That, like, right. you would never do this to another white person. Right. Or, you know what right. I mean? So like, why? Like, I'm not like, did she smell like dry shampoo to you? Like, I don't <laughs> right, say shit exactly. like that. Like, yeah. did she smell like like sunscreen to you? Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, and that's why I have to say something. I'm more uncomfortable not saying something. Because I'm like, I'm not gonna sit here and let you think it's okay to say stuff like right. that. Yeah, like, no, I mean, I think she got yeah, that, that. I didn't think it was okay. That's what yeah. I would do too, something like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> Ugh, anyway, microaggressions are definitely also, a in, Molly, in Molly's workplace. She dealt with the situation where there was another employee, and her boss came to her and asked her to tell that employee to tone it down a bit. Mm, and I guess she felt that was okay because both Molly and the other employee, what was her name? Day-Day. Was it Day-Day or was she it La-La? It, it was... No, she said Carl. Dada. 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 Rashida. Okay. Rashida. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. we were like, that's such a cute nickname, yeah. Dada. <laughs> oh, God. Why did we mess that up so bad? That is so bad. <laughs> Sorry, girl. So, um... Yeah, and that was really fucked up, too, because she didn't, as a boss, as the person in charge, you should be able to speak to your employees about their office conduct, but you came to someone else who's on her level, or you know what I mean, Mm -hmm. who's her peer, to speak to her just because they're both black. Yeah, so I I think that's probably the one thing Molly, I can say, did very well. I think she was very astute, and she 
was eloquent about it. She was straight to the point when she went to back to the partner and was like, you know what? I think this is going to be better coming from you. I'm not going to yep. do this. So good for I, you, Molly. That's the one thing she, she did do <clears throat> right. right. And that's whole... the way to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, more lemons, guys. Mm-mm. Obviously the cheating, but I think oh, we all well, know that. <laughs> no, cheating is bad. Yeah. I'm saying it to myself too. Not that I do it anymore, but right. like my younger self. Like yeah. cheating is bad. It it was it it is bad. Yeah. <laughs> so ooh, onto the pepper. I think we all have the same thing, which is Jared's confession of receiving oral from a man in his wild youth. Not okay. even that. It that doesn't have to be wild. I know you have a lot to say about it. I mean, okay, I don't want to make it seem like I have a lot to say, but you guys, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, Dinah, what did you what did you feel about Jared saying that he, in a past life, in his college mm-hmm. days, he mm-hmm. received oral from another man, but he did not go any further than that. That is how he knew he was not gay. Um, yes. Initially, when I watched it, I felt uncomfortable because I wanted to believe that I am this progressive person that I like to think that I am. Yes. And so I just felt like, oh my God, wait, what would I do in that situation? I'm sitting here imagining myself trying to really think Mm -hmm. about it and I didn't have an answer and it made me turn inward and just really reflect on why that is considering it's like for instance, my mom, I come, my family is from a small town, Louisiana, so they grew up with not, maybe not the best views on like um, gay marriage or any, just gay relationships in general. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I really fought with my mom about, like hard. Like I argued her down until she changed her mind about it. You know, like I made her feel that way. And so I was like, if I did all that, how am I struggling with something like mm-hmm. this? Like it just seemed mm-hmm. hypocritical. So looking back on my, like I said, I just reflected inward. For some time, like now, I'm just like, well, whatever. I mean, yeah. I, it wouldn't, it would not bother me today if a man told me that. No, yeah. I, I mean, I guess initially, I was kind of, I wasn't expecting them to put that in the show, mm-hmm. and then I was very thankful that mm-hmm. that was written as a part of his character because it did get a lot of people talking, and then you did kind of see where most of your peers lie when mm-hmm. it comes to double standards mm-hmm. because right before he shared his experience molly said that she had hooked up with a girl in college yep and he took it fine and she had no issue saying it mm-hmm. so um i don't know <laughs> i really tried to think about it and i don't think that <clears throat> i think maybe i would be taken aback at first like whoa that's different right. you know a lot of people uh, I wouldn't expect any man to share that but the fact that you trust me enough and you did share it mm-hmm. and you know you're not gay and this is a heteros you know like mm-hmm. this is we're both straight then what does it matter like yeah. I can't I wouldn't hold that over a good man would it matter if he was on a spectrum like if he said I tried it and I don't know yeah yeah, it would matter. Then that's when. So you it, wouldn't date like a bisexual man. Um, I'm just curious. You don't. Have to I answer. don't. Well, no. I, I think, I think I wouldn't date a man who doesn't know. Right. 
Question. You know, I wouldn't date someone who doesn't know figure out their and who's trying to figure right. it out because right. that's just gonna like rope me into your shit. That's true, and it's gonna because you get, know yours. And, yeah, because okay. I know I'm comfortable. But if you're uncomfortable, then I don't see how we could work in a space that yes. makes sense. Mm-hmm. It just I it's agree with gonna that. be a constant struggle. So oh, it'll be a burden on you too. Yeah, oh, yeah, it'll be a burden. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> so yeah, I mean. I like that. Jared. Yeah. I I loved Jared. Yeah. He's my favorite. I think that um, it was just kind of kismet that at when this, like around the time that this episode came out, I was in a situation that required me to really face my own sexuality head on. Mm -hmm. And I think that what, when you do that or when I did that, I was able to see that really my any discomfort that I feel or negative feelings that I felt about anybody else's sexuality any person that I'm dating is just me projecting my own insecurities onto it like yeah, yeah. suppressing the fact that a lot of people are in fact on a spectrum and yeah. they don't know how to deal with that right is just that's the part that makes you uncomfortable is that you don't you can't deal with your own you know your own shit so mm-hmm. I think that what the biggest thing that I got from it is that there are no real laws of attraction, but if we're, as long as this person, I don't care what you do outside of what we have going on, if you're with me and only with me and that's how it continues to be, then fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever you've done before this or whatever you're going to do after this really shouldn't concern me. And I think that when you think of it that way, it kind of helps you to just kind of focus on what's happening right here right Right now now. making this the best situation that it can be for the both of us right because i mean you can't change the past so why right Right. and Mm -hmm. i think her overthinking and dwelling on something that happened i'm assuming they're all 29 something that happened Mm -hmm. possibly 10 years ago right and it's not relative i think though that molly like a lot of black women have an idea about what it means to be a man yeah Yeah. and especially a black man so all that gay shit y'all you can go you know what i'm saying you can go on with all that so i just feel like that that. that's molly's issue is that this he doesn't now that this has come out it's not a perfect puzzle anymore he doesn't fit the prototype and for someone who gets so much validation from their significant other she can't get that because he's not perfect so now she's feeling like it it, it's a reflection of her shortcomings you know Mm -hmm. she doesn't have Mm -hmm. this perfect guy that she always imagined okay like i could deal with him working at enterprise you know i could deal with him not making this amount of money but any fucking getting head too on the side like nah that's just too much you know what i'm saying like now that what what are people gonna think of me you know when in reality nobody has to know this right i mean and even if they do it's like if y'all are happy why does it matter why does it matter you know so i think that's molly's hang up is that she can't let go of i mean and i'm i'm obviously like filling in what i assume could be true just based Mm -hmm. on my own life you know and how it's been kicked to me about what men are and how they look and how they behave so yeah that's that's a little unfair and i think you did say something that black men are supposed to be a certain way because honestly truly if this was a white man, I don't think it would be faced with so much. He did what? Right. It would kind of be like, like oh, oh you know they all do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When it's really like, well, you know how 
people are. Right. <laughs> right. right. Everyone. Yeah. Oof. <clears throat> um, what is, oh, I feel like for y'all want to get into the wet, because I feel like all I had was the sex scenes. Oh, like the cinematography. Oh, it yeah. was beautiful. What was, was the first sex scene? Was it Issa and Daniel? The very first sex scene? Well, the no. first sex scene that we saw all the way through because yes. Molly was having sex with, with Jadena. J- oh, right. Yeah, she had sex with Jadena mm-hmm. first. And no, I mean like the one that we saw. Oh, yeah, that was that Daniel, was Daniel and, and Issa. Issa. And I think we're we're calling that the forbidden sex. Right, yes. You <clears throat> obviously should not be having sex with right. this man Everything leading up to it, like I think we were all screaming at the TV. No, girl, <laughs> no. This is he's trapping you. This is what's happening. The You're minute gonna fuck. he said a ride to the studio, I was like, "That's it. They're gonna fuck. That's it." Yeah. At the studio, there's blue lights in the studio. There's there was a belly like vibe. Right. <laughs> alcohol in the studio. There's amazing music in the studio. Like right. all the makings of a good sexual situation. And it went down. And just indeed. one homeboy. Like there's not a whole group. Put niggas right. in the studio. Just, yeah, I mean that one. Although it was fantastic to look at, immediately after it was over, and she goes to the bathroom and she sees the whatever it was soap the dispenser. soap dispenser. She thought of Lawrence mm-hmm. because they had a whole conversation about that, and that's when the guilt sets in. Yeah, that's I a mean, shitty feeling. Man. Is that when it's in real life, IRL? Like, after you cheat on someone, do you feel guilty immediately, or does it have to? Does it? Is it a delayed reaction? I guess it just depends. I I've cheated before, and I think that it is immediate. And I think we even talked about it when we were re- rewatching mm-hmm. the episode that. In the past, for me, the excitement ha- was only ever just like the thrill of like that the moment of impact. Oh, sorry, the the moment of impact. You know what I mean? It's just like I've even been in a situation where even during sex, I'm th- my consciousness kicks in and it's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? Why are you doing this? Like, how did you get here? I think the minute I decide to do it, I'm just like, I shouldn't have gone through with this. And I, I haven't even, I probably haven't even done it yet and I still just like do it. I'm just like, oh God, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, it's real. Yeah. But, but the scene itself The scene was, itself was, was really, beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. A masterpiece. Right. It was, and it only got better from there on out. Because there was definitely, what other kind of sex did we, we have, have? We have the, I, I kind of want to save the revenge sex for the end. But yeah, but we, we have Molly's deluded sex. Mm-hmm. Like she, she has sex to, she kind of... I don't know. She kind of equates sex to a relationship because mm-hmm. after her and Jadena hooked up, that's when she was talking about future plans, mm-hmm. like him leaving his stuff at her right. house, him coming Being to her, her co- plus one, yeah. yeah, to this mm-hmm. stupid ass party that I'm sure he didn't want right. to go to. But she kind of goads him into it because she feels like, oh, well, you know, we had this amazing experience. Yeah, we had this experience, so now you're my man. Right. And, um... I I liked her. I did like her surprise sex though with Jared, like because yeah. it was startling. The we didn't know spontaneous, the spontaneous no. sex. Yeah, that scene was. I was like, okay, I see you, Jared. I see you, Jared. I see, I see yeah, both you, Jared. Time. Yeah, which is even yeah. crazier that it didn't work out. Yeah, like, how could Ugh. you? <laughs> Whatever. 
And then her, like, escapist sex when she was just trying to run away from her problems at the end, and she fucked We're trying that. to prove a point. Trying like, to prove I'm, a point. I'm yeah. a liberated woman. Yeah. I could do whatever I want. I don't know I if want. I'm going to give that one a wet. That one was... Because that was just no, like, that girl, was, no. That was a lemon. That, that was more of a lemon, yeah. yeah. The Jared's... The spontaneous sex was good. Okay. Yeah, that sex was All right. Good. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then obviously... The quote unquote, according to Complex Magazine, the back shot heard around the world. I don't know Lawrence. what else you would call it. I don't know either. I've never seen. Oh my God. A, we're okay. literally speechless, guys. We're speechless? Hold on. That no, air. time out. I just need to say that throughout the season, Lawrence just increasingly got better looking. Yeah. Did he? He shaved whatever was on his face. <laughs> he showered. He started running. He was like Drinking wearing green smoothies. Yeah, he know. wasn't wearing sweats <laughs> all day. Right, right. He was looking great. So just to, with Clarify. that being said, and then to see the revenge right. sex with Chase Bay, it was yeah, and she's a little hottie herself. So two yeah. attractive ass people just getting it all and the she, way the fuck she in. One like she had been right. putting in the work. Right? Nah, she gonna get her feelings hurt because he is not gonna do her right, and she is actually a nice girl. Uh, oh, well, she was going after a taken man though. She was. She was. I feel like that karma is gonna come back to her in the form of hurt feelings. Maybe. I don't know. I kind of, I like I said, I don't, we're either going to see her as his new girlfriend or as someone she's, he's dating now or she just won't be in the picture She's going to be a rebound. It's not, I just don't think it's going to last long. Yeah, you, you think see he's going to be a dog. I think he's, he's on gonna dog. Be, he's yeah, going to be a dog. Be yeah. Issa I'm broke excited him. to see that. If we're, if we're getting more of that. Although, it would be, <laughs> right. it would there be, be more of a, is there any more extra? Is there any leftover? Yeah, <laughs> it would be dope though if what if like we come back to him and he's in a whole like healthy, happy, long term relationship, about to get engaged, and Issa's like, Ooh. oh, it's gone. Like she loses it. That forever. would be really shocking. I mean, but it's always shocking it though. It's always shocking. It's always You're so right. Because I didn't think it was gonna. I thought they were gonna, you know, happily ever. Right. No. I don't know. I thought they were at least gonna talk. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. I thought it was at least gonna be like a goodbye. Some kind of closure, but she got nothing. And initially, when I first saw that scene, I thought he like fucked her in their house. Oof. Initially, I did too. He but did. I'm gonna, for my own personal mental, just because um, hygiene. We, yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna, I just want to think that he took that to her. Yeah, house. I mean, I don't think it was. I think it was revenge sex, but or I don't know if it was even revenge sex. I don't know if I'm calling it revenge sex because, like I said before, they were already broken up. Like he only fucked her. Because he because he's a fuck. It was spiteful. Yeah, I mean he was in his feelings. He wasn't gonna fuck Chase Bay beforehand. Like he was down. They went to they went and looked at rings. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he was all in until he found out she slept with someone else, and that's when all bets were off. Mm. Man, what What? great scenes! Nothing else, you know. Um, yeah, that's all I had for the. Oh, I, oh, wait, I wanted to give a droplet to White Frida. She had really good oh, comedic yeah. timing. She She's did. very funny. She's like Issa's little sidekick in the token white girl. Yeah. And she alleviated a lot of, like, tension. tension. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. my God. Yes, she So did. shout out to White Frida yeah, with her know, natural white girls. 
hope that they do more. They give her more Me this too. upcoming season. Me what are you guys' predictions for Molly this season? Oh, God. Oh, God. Molly. One of you hopes. said, one of you said it would be cool to see her do In like therapy. a therapy. I would yeah. be, but I, I think, think that would be really dope. I do think it would be dope, but I think it is much more realistic to know that you need that and still put it off for a very long time. So I don't think that we'll get that it immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't not immediately. I think at some point she will be, or maybe she'll try it and then like be like, "Girl, I need that," or mm-hmm. you know, or think she's fixed, or it's not gonna just stick the first time. I don't think. Okay. Because it doesn't in real life. Mm. Yeah. Well, I have very high hopes for this series in general. So hopefully we can see kind of an elongated yeah. storyline. Do y'all think that Issa and Lawrence are going to get back together? Because I don't. I think it's no, done I don't forever. Think, I don't, you think oh. it's done forever? I'm a hopeless yeah. romantic, so I hope they oh, do. Oh, no. I think it's done, though. Oh, I don't think they're going to get back together. Me neither. But in the end, <laughs> if I'm even just going to, like, take away the fat... or. It, Whatever, we saw the trailer. She's going to be dating. Right. So I think maybe it would be cool to see the roles flipped. Like, what if Molly was in a relationship and Issa was the one dating? Mm -hmm. I think Mm -hmm. that might happen. That would be cool to see. And as far as Lawrence's contributions (laughs) to the show, I mean, like I said, he's either going to be out here, like, fucking everything. Mm -hmm. Or I think he will... be successful. Yeah, I think he's going to be successful and he may settle down with somebody else or yeah. start dating someone exclusively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would be more exciting to see him be a dog, so I think anyway. Well, we only have As long as like, we get more of those sex scenes. Yes, yeah. we have less than a week, ladies. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll find out soon enough. So, um, last Real week... Real quick, let's do the flavor of the week because we didn't do that. So, this week's flavor of the week is obviously going to be Insecure Inspired, and it's all the music. It was a really dope soundtrack. Um, the official soundtrack is not inclusive of all the songs, but... There were a lot of Atlanta artists, so we can shout them out real quick. A lot of new artists, um, St. Beauty and R&B duo, um, Alien Craft, Cap G, and the internet, sort of. Half of the internet. Half of the internet. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's really cool that they're all featured um, throughout the season. And then Solange was her music consultant, and we love Solange. So yes. obviously good taste there. And Raphael Sadiq was the composer and did the score. So. And we'll post the link to the... There's a, there's an official soundtrack, but there's also a playlist with all of the songs that were in the show on Spotify. Right. So we'll post both of those on the yeah. blog post. Yeah, that would be great. And shout out to Issa for... Really featuring a ton of female hip hop artists. Yes. Like, right. You know, I thought that was really dope. Obviously, I mean, kind of. It's such a great playlist. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. <clears throat> Especially since she's a closeted rapper. Right. So. Right. <laughs> she's amazing. I know. I was looking for her tracks on the playlist. Like, mm. no, I don't. I mean, I know maybe I was just Apple kidding. Music. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I meant like if Issa was like, had an album low key on. Um, Ooh. Shit, what if she has a alias? something on the way? I know you're really busy, Issa. But <laughs> if we Donald Glover has time, we're, <laughs> we're waiting. We're waiting, right? Um. So our dab of ranch from last week was just asking you guys what your favorite moments from season one was, and 
To be honest, mostly everyone said the Lawrence mm-hmm. sex scene with uh, Tasha, the mm-hmm. bank teller, right. Chase you, Bay. If you haven't seen it, it might seem like we're going on about nothing, but it's a really like visceral and like <laughs> visceral is such a good word. Yeah, it just kind of makes you feel a lot of things, like good good feelings. But right, what if you if you don't watch anything <laughs> from this damn show, find that sex scene and watch it. Yes, um, also the reality show which is a friend of the podcast they hey also y'all. have a really good podcast i just tweeted y'all like <laughs> just now they um they said the scene where lawrence confronted Issa about cheating and stormed out i felt that in my gut mm-hmm. we yeah we, we all, all did, did. <laughs> oh my god um let's see what else we have here um portia she says when she went off on her friend after she was rude to the teacher dude, she deserved that shit. And honestly, I thought that was a really good part of the show because as much as the show was about Issa's relationship with Lawrence and her cheating and stuff like that, there was also a very important storyline of her and Molly's friendship. Mm-hmm. They're best friends, but they kind of get on each other's nerves because they just know how to push each other's buttons Mm -hmm. and they know everything about each other and their issues. So when the blow-up occurred, it was very real, it was raw, Mm -hmm. but it needed to happen, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, Portia did not like the revenge sex. She was the only one. (laughs) That's fine. You don't have to like it. That's fair, But I appreciate you standing in your truth. Right? (laughs) So this week... um, Inspired by Molly's ventures in online dating. And also, Christina just wrote a nice blog post about yes. online dating. We are asking you guys, what have been your experiences with dating online or mm-hmm. online dating? So yeah. just, you know, drop us some comments. And this is everything because at this point, everyone has dated online. This can be flirting on Twitter, somebody Instagram. DMs. Sli- yeah, this is DM sliding, which several of you have done. We yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. No names, no names. Um, and yeah, so anything like that, just, yeah, tell us your experiences. Good, bad. Ugly, weird, weird, weird. <laughs> we love weird. <laughs> oh God! Yes, one of somebody stole my cousin who just had baby. So somebody had taken her pictures and like no. had a whole MySpace and Facebook page that back in college. A lot. She had to prove her identity to yeah. Facebook to like keep her. That happens a lot. Yeah, I so randomly strange. heard an NPR. Um, I forget which show it was, but they were talking about. It happens a lot in India for some reason. Like mm-hmm. people wow. just stealing these women, their identities, like mm-hmm. and making. It almost makes you not want to post anything. It's weird. On the, just it's a love yourself. Love yourself. So anyway, we'll post that on Instagram. You guys know what to do. Leave us your comments and we will read them on our next show. Right. And if you guys have any suggestions ever for the Dab of Ranch, like the the question that we need to ask, then feel free to email us that as well. Holla. 
Oh, okay. So it's time for our mood booster. One of the things that I really liked on the show Insecure was Issa Rae working for We Got Y'all, which was an outreach program for youth in the community. So if you have any cool volunteer efforts that you're a part of, let us know. If you have any cool events coming up and you're looking for volunteers, definitely let us know. We might be able to lend a hand. Um, is there anything you guys are involved in that you want to shout out really Not quickly? Not currently. Okay. Not currently. I think when, well, no, it's not even the same thing. Some little mm-hmm. girls got me in the mall, got me to donate $20 <laughs> to the Humane Society. That's the last charity I did, yeah. and now they won't stop calling me. Oh, God. <laughs> but <laughs> usually my volunteer efforts just happen randomly from yeah. people I work with that'll mm-hmm. say, oh, we have this coming up. We need people. Mm-hmm. So, right. Same. Yeah. I'm, and I'm always down to do it because what could it hurt? Right. Yeah. Yay. Okay. That's it can't. Awesome. It can only help. It can only yeah. help. Yeah. I do stuff like help write resumes and stuff like that. There you go. I love that. You know, okay, well, we'll talk about that. We'll table that. Yeah, but yeah, if you have any good ones, suggest them to us and we'll share them. And uh, yeah, I have a few links that we'll share on our blog too for something you might be able to find in Atlanta that you might like. All right. So guys, um, Insecure Season 2 premieres Sunday, July 23rd mm-hmm. on HBO. Hello. If you need someone's login, don't ask for mine. <laughs> ask for someone else's, but get it however you can. Because I would love to keep this conversation going, maybe on Twitter or something like that. But Ooh, we that, will be live tweeting. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, but that's all I have. You guys have yeah, else? just to reiterate, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Lemon Pepper Wet, on Instagram at Lemon Pepper Wet Pod, and our website is Lemon Pepper Wet Podcast.com, now available on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Woot! <laughs> <laughs> all right, Was bye, that guys. A bye. So, bye. <laughs>